Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back. We have a pretty good-sized drop in the bucket for the Bayway Bridge, the woman who's going to lead the development of NASA's lunar module, and sentencing for a substitute teacher who actually did have a pistol in his pocket. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. The U.S. Department of Transportation has stepped up with a little bit of money that would be needed to build that proposed Interstate 10 Bayway Bridge over the Mobile River. AL.com's Lawrence Specker reports that the DOT has awarded a $125 million grant for the project. Now that's a chunk of change, but don't start celebrating your toll-free trips across the bay just yet. It's only about 6% of the $2.1 billion-ish that the bridge is going to cost. The mood seems to be getting worse and worse over a proposed $6 one-way toll that nobody wants to pay, even if they cut a deal for frequent commuters. So local and state officials continue to look and hope for alternative funding. Said Congressman Bradley Byrne, Today is a positive step toward making this project a reality, but our work is not over. The current tolling proposal for this project is unacceptable, and I will continue leading the fight against tolling and working to ensure this project helps, not hurts, the people of South Alabama. With the NASA Artemis program's goal to return to the moon by 2024, there are so many things that have to be done and so many moving parts. One of the major parts is the development of the next lunar lander. Like the Eagle from Apollo 11, a good vehicle is needed to set astronauts down on the moon and then take back off. AL.com's Lee Roop reports that NASA has chosen the leader of the team that will develop what they're calling the human landing system. And that leader is Lisa Watson Morgan, no relation, a top NASA engineer in Huntsville. And she's actually a Huntsville native. She has master's and doctorate degrees from the University of Alabama and UAH. And she's been deputy director of the engineering directorate at Marshall Space Flight Center. Now over the weekend it was announced that NASA had completed the first Orion crew capsule that astronauts will fly to the moon. And one more note from NASA, this one's somber. Chris Kraft died yesterday at age 95, according to multiple media reports. Kraft created much of what NASA is, including the concept of mission control, and he was the organization's first flight director. I'll quote a statement from NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstine. America has truly lost a national treasure today with the passing of one of NASA's earliest pioneers, Flight Director Chris Kraft. We send our deepest condolences to the Kraft family. Remember how you could persuade some substitute teachers just about anything? Things like, but Mr. Brown doesn't take up homework until the end of class. Or, Miss Camacho lets us play paper football if we keep scoring Spanish. And the all-time classic, it's okay to bring a 38 as long as you don't shoot anybody on purpose. Actually, don't try any of those kids. But if you recall, back in March at Bluntsville Elementary School, a substitute teacher, a 74-year-old man, did come to his first grade class strapped. And AL.com's Carol Robinson reports that Henry Rex Weaver has been convicted of several misdemeanors. 
According to an affidavit, here's what went down. Weaver was carrying a Taurus 38 and a knife in his front right pocket. He bent over and as he straightened back up, the knife got inside the trigger guard, squeezed the trigger, and the gun fired into the floor. Now, that's all according to that court affidavit. A fragment did hit a seven-year-old boy in the leg. It caused a welt but didn't break the skin. Weaver said he had intended on locking the gun up in his vehicle, but he was running late, took a phone call, and forgot. He was convicted Monday of possession of a firearm in a prohibited space, reckless endangerment, and third-degree assault. He was fined $100 per conviction, plus costs. He has to surrender his pistol permit and can no longer substitute. And besides all that, it's something he probably feels awful about. Carroll reported shortly after the incident happened that he said, I'm so sorry it happened, and I hope those kids have no memory of it after time passes. Well, y'all be careful out there, and thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it every day. Let's do it again tomorrow. In the meantime, y'all feel free to come check us out on the internet at al.com.